0: A reading from John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, And my words abide in you. Ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done to you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples.
1: Speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was a junior in college, I went to Italy for the summer to study abroad. It was an anthropology program, and our group spent a few weeks in each of several different Italian cities to study their culture. I went to Venice, Florence, Rome, the Amalfi Coast, but my favorite was the two weeks we spent in Dorf, Tyrol, a tiny village in the Italian Alps near the Austrian border. We visited castles and hiked, along with mountain goats, up the steep cliffs of the Alps. I even went hang gliding off those cliffs. But I will never forget the day that we worked in the grape vineyard. Besides tourism from hikers, Wine production was the area's main industry. And there were many rows of vineyards along the sloping terrain of the village. In order to truly understand this region's culture, we needed to spend a day working in the vineyard. As I learned, grapevines need a lot of tending to. If they are left alone, they grow uncontrollably and intertwine into a tangled mess. The gardener's job is to keep the vines tidy, disciplined, and ordered. They must also make sure the dead branches are cut away and that new ones are pruned back to yield the most fruit. The best fruit is produced closest to the main vine. This is where the nutrients are the most concentrated, and you get the best tasting grapes. In today's gospel, Jesus is giving parting words to his disciples. He has them gathered around as he seeks to comfort and prepare them for his death. He knows that he will not be around much longer and he invites his disciples into a deeper relationship with him. Jesus promises to abide in them, and he also asks that they abide in him. He promises that if they remain close to him, they will be able to withstand any hardship that comes their way. This is a challenging message for me personally. I struggle with an addiction to self-reliance and independence. I know God is my strength and support, and I know I can't do anything without him. But do I really act that way? I want to rely on God, but then I think, can he really handle that difficult parenting problem that has consumed my household? I know he's God, but I've spent many hours of worry and effort on it, therefore I must know best. I think self-reliance is also a very present impulse in our modern society. It is easy to see ourselves as self-made. All of our education, our reason, the hours of self-improvement, all reinforce the idea that we know what we're doing and we can handle matters ourselves. Independence feels like it is at a historic high right now in our modern world. Just look around at all that man has created. We've gotten pretty good at doing and making, seemingly all on our own. It becomes easy to think that it is all up to us as we try to solve problems and meet challenges. But Jesus has a different message. He asks us to abide in him, not in ourselves. He gives us the illustration of the vine. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, Unless you abide in me. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus remind us, reminds us of our source, our strength, and our sustenance. We are all branches from the vine and cannot thrive without a connection to Christ. God, as the vine grower, carefully prunes and shapes our branches so we can produce the most and best fruit. But if we are not rooted in Christ, we will wither and perish. God has a great goal in all of this. He wants us to bear fruit. He even shapes and cultivates us to bear even more fruit. So what is this fruit that he wants us to work, that he works so diligently to have us grow? Today's reading from John's epistle may point the way. John tells us, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. And he reminds us, we love because God first loved us. The fruit God seeks is our love for one another. God's love becomes perfected when we share his love with our neighbors. God's love blooms and grows in the world through us. As we are connected to the vine of Christ, we have a constant source of love and sustenance that will strengthen us to do God's work in the world, to love God's people. How we show that love in the world can take many forms. Feeding the poor, providing a shoulder for a friend to cry on, or standing in solidarity with our neighbors who are oppressed It's all God's love, perfected, and it is all the abundant fruit of God's vine. I think we all want to bear this kind of fruit, but sometimes we struggle. This is the one thing that we certainly cannot do on our own. Without God, there is no love to give. We need to be connected to this love in order to produce this love in the world. Daily prayer, meditation, worship, and scripture all connect us, feed us, and nurture us in God's love. As we find a daily home in Jesus, we let Jesus find a home in us through his word and his love. This nourishment will strengthen our branches and we will bear more fruit than we could ever have imagined. And I wanna leave you today with a prayer from Ted Loder titled, Draw Me Closer. In this moment, draw me to yourself, Lord. And make me aware not so much of what I've given as of all I have received and have yet to share. Send me forth in power and gladness and with great courage to live out in the world what I pray and profess. That in sharing, I may do justice, make peace, grow in love, enjoy myself and other people, and your world now, and you forever. Amen.